Welcome, Location Indie listeners, to a very special episode of the Location Indie podcast, because this is what we are calling our Behind the Paradise Pack series. And in the Behind the Paradise Pack series, what we are doing is we are interviewing some of the world's foremost experts on a variety of subjects in 10 to 12 minutes. People who have gotten into this year's Paradise Pack, who are contributors of this year's Paradise Pack in 2016. And what they're doing is they're going to tell their story, what their old life looked like, what their new life looked like, and how they were able to build a life where they could travel, live, and work anywhere in the world. Because so often you just hear the end result and you see people doing it and you're like, yeah, that's so awesome that they're able to do it, but I can't do it because boom, 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 boom. Well, every one of these people are going to tell you exactly how they were able to get there, what their old life looked like, the steps they took to get there, and now what their new life of freedom looks like. They're also going to give one piece of advice at the end to everyone listening, the piece of advice that they would have told themselves when they first started so that they would have been able to do it quicker, better, faster, more efficiently, all that kind of stuff with less heartbreak. So you're going to want to stick around to the end of this interview so you can hear the one piece of advice that is given. We've got some amazing people in the Behind the Paradise Pack series, and they're going to help you learn how you can travel, live, and work anywhere in the world. If you're unfamiliar with the Paradise Pack, that's exactly what we do each year. We bring together 20 to 25 of the world's biggest experts on a variety of subjects from language learning to traveling to travel hacking to how to build a business to how to run a blog and podcast and things like that. And we put all their products together, one bundle sale, seven days only this year, 2016, May 31st to June 6th. It only exists for seven days, then it is gone forever. So if you're looking to build a life of freedom, if you're saying, hey, yeah, I want to travel, live and work anywhere. How do I do that? How do I start a blog? How do I monitor? monetize a blog? How am I able to get a publishing deal? How am I able to self-publish? You're going to want to check out this year's Paradise Pack. And you can hop on the Paradise Pack email list if you're not already there. You can text Paradise Pack, all one word, Paradise Pack, all one word, to 33444. That'll get you on the Paradise Pack email list. You can also go to theparadisepack.com. Check out everything that's happening. Don't forget, it's May 31st through June 6th only this year. What I want to do right now is hop into an interview so you can see the true story of how our guest today is able to travel, live, and work anywhere in the world and the nitty-gritty details of how they got there. Here we go. I'm Travis Sherry. This is Behind the Paradise Pack 2016, and I'm super excited to be joined by Mish Slade, and whose course, May I Have Your Attention, Please, is part of this year's Paradise Pack. Mish, thanks for joining us today, and welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. And you are somewhere, I'm going to say, a little more exotic than I am right now, because I'm at home (laughs) outside of Philadelphia, but you're somewhere actually pretty cool, right? Well, yeah, I don't know if it's too exotic, but we're in Granada um, in southern Spain. So yeah, there's a a lot of wine and a lot of tapas and quite a lot of sunshine as well. That's awesome. That's awesome. And what we want to do today with this Behind the Paradise Pack series is we're going to give people a, a look at what you're doing now, but before that, a look at what your old life looked like, right? So let's start by rewinding. You know, before you're traveling, living, and working anywhere in the world, before you're in Granada with your tapas and your wine and your sunshine, <laughs> what was the old life for you? What did that look like? So the old life was pre-2012, and it was pretty ordinary. Um, I lived in London with my husband. Uh, we He's still my husband. That hasn't changed. Um, we both had regular jobs. I worked at a digital agency. Um, my husband worked in music PR. So we just we didn't really see each other much because he was out at gigs and events 
basically every single night. But it was just a very ordinary nine to five kind of life. And we weren't unhappy at all. We, we loved our life. Um, it was, it was fine. It was great. We didn't think anything was missing. Um, I think we prefer what we're doing now, but yeah, it was just kind of normal. What then? So if you, if the life was fine and you, like you said, you didn't, you didn't even really know what you were missing because you didn't know there was that kind of other side of life that you, that you're experiencing now. What led to the switch for you being able to say, all right, I'm not, I'm going to leave this nine to five type job in central London and I'm going to be able to live, travel and work anywhere. Um, well, after we got married, well, the condition of us being, getting married was that we had to go to New York for six months for a sabbatical, um, just because I'm obsessed with New York and I just, I wanted to go back. Uh, so we both had to end up quitting our jobs because our bosses wouldn't keep us, <laughs> like they wouldn't hold the job open for us. And we just moved to New York for six months. We moved around to a different part of the city, I think once every few weeks, just to experience as much as the city as possible. And um, we loved it. We took a bunch of courses. We learned new stuff. Um, we started listening to digital nomad podcasts while we were there. And that was when we realized that we could actually travel while building up businesses for ourselves. And that was, that was the point when we realized we wanted to do this full time. I love that a condition of getting married was that <laughs> you're going to go to New York for six months, which ultimately led to a brand new lifestyle for you then. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And so while you're in New York, and we don't have to dig into the whole backstory, but you're in New York, you're saying, okay, uh, you know, there's people who are digital nomads, they're able to travel, live and work anywhere. This sounds pretty neat. You know, I'd love to be in New York, or maybe I want to be in Granada. What like, how did you start then? Because there, it's it's easy to listen to people doing it and say, that sounds cool, but they can do it because this, this, and this, or make excuses of why you can't do it. What kind of started the wheels in motion then? Um, well, both of us had always done writing as part of our jobs. So we just thought, well, we can write. We, can, we know that we can write website copy. We know that we can do marketing material. So let's just try and find some of our own clients. So we weren't too scared. We just kind of, it helped that we had, a, we had money saved up. We're really good at saving because we just can't, we hate shopping. We just can't bother with any of that. So we had money saved up. We weren't too worried. So we just thought, we'll just cold email some people or we'll, we, we got some jobs on Elance and we got a few jobs on a Fiverr and it just kind of carried on from there. Um, but that was all it was. I think there was no great big plan. There were no big worries about how we were going to make it work. It's just we thought, well, we want to do this, so we'll just start. Wow. Well, that's quite an attitude to have. No worries. <laughs> and and you kind of glossed over it, but if we could talk about starting, and you, and you mentioned Elance and Fiverr, and for those people who don't know, you know, that's a freelance website where you can put up stuff and say, hey, I will do this job for this amount of money. And on Fiverr, it usually starts at $5, and you can add stuff on. But you know, by all accounts, pretty humble beginnings. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, uh, Rob, my husband, was writing press releases for $5 about things like a new nail salon opening in Utah and stuff like that. It was all, it was, it was proper. It was very, yeah, humble beginnings. Was that tough then for you to go from positions where, you know, you were doing well, whether digital marketing or the PR for music, you know, kind of had some responsibilities growing in your in your uh, responsibilities and stuff like that to then say, okay, I'm going to start basically at the bottom because I want this lifestyle so much. I'm going to start at the bottom and be doing press releases for nail salons for $5. Uh, 
You know what? Looking back, um, we should have been a bit more depressed about it, I think. At the, t- <laughs> at the time, I think, you know, when you're in a job, you're, it's not you who's responsible for bringing in the clients. It's just you get paid no matter what, basically. And I think to us, it was quite exciting that, especially on Elance, we were competing against hundreds and hundreds of other people. And when you win a job, even though it's, you know, for $100 here and there, it was we'd won the job out of everyone else who was pitching for it. And I think that was quite exciting. Yeah, because it, it was it was all on you. Like yeah, there was exactly. no one else who could get the accolades or the awards or recognition. It was like, listen, I want it because of how good I am at this or because I sold myself the best. Exactly. Yeah. And then when you do a good job um, and then they rehire you or they give you a great star rating and stuff like that, it's, it, it feels good. No, And that is awesome. And I think that's such a big lesson for so many people starting out is I, I loved the attitude that both you and Rob had of we're just going to start doing it and we're not going to look at the money that's coming in or anything like that. We're going to do it because it's what we want to try to do. And it's exciting regardless of the money, because so many people want to start, I'm going to start this and I want to make X amount per month. And sometimes it's like really, really high. Sometimes it's not, you know, but, um, I think that's a really neat attitude that you both had, you know, betting on yourselves there. Yeah. I think another, uh, so a place where people go wrong is that I think there are also, there are these calculators online where you can work out how much you should be charging a client based on what sort of lifestyle you want to have. And that's totally the wrong way of doing things. I mean, what you charge a client should be based on how good you are at your work and how much value you bring to their business. And I think we always realized that when we, especially when we were starting out, we were new to this. We can't charge, we couldn't charge the sorts of high rates that established people could charge. And I think it's just a realization that you just can't go in at the top. Right. But that brings us to where you are now or where and, and what you're doing now. What does life look like now? Because you've been doing this now for four years, give or take, correct? Yeah, four years. Um, nowadays, so we move to a new city maybe once every six weeks, once every two months. Um, so we always we stay in Airbnbs wherever we go. Um, I run my own copywriting business. When I say my own copywriting business, it's just basically me. Um, <laughs> I don't let anyone else do the writing. Um, and my husband uh, runs a lettings and management agency, which is it's a nationwide lettings agency in the UK. But obviously, we're, we're never there. So we have, I think it's about 10 members of staff, and we're all on Slack the whole time. Um, and we, yeah, we never, we never see our staff in person. We don't share an office with them or anything. And then when it comes to my writing business, my clients are based mainly in the US and the UK and everything's on Skype and Slack and email. And so you get to move around to new cities. Sometimes you go back, you're, you're quite often in Spain, right? (laughs) Yeah, we, we do like Spain quite a lot. But you get to move around to new cities and uh, work all online and just enjoy that online digital nomad lifestyle. And you both, I mean, to me, it's incredible how far you've come in four years. And I know it probably doesn't always feel like that day to day. But when you look at four years, I mean, that's not that long of a time where now you've built this lifestyle that you can do, that you can travel, live and work anywhere that you want. And you're doing stuff that you love. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's amazing now that we've we sort of feel like we're doing okay now but yeah it was it felt like it was taking a long time and you know there were there were a lot of crying fits and stuff like that along the way um but yeah finally we've got there but it's been really hard so some parts have been really hard 
And so that brings me to my my last question here, really. If you could give someone a cheat code, you know, to make it easier, to make it quicker, because throughout these four years, you've learned quite a bit just from experience. And one of the things that we love to do at the Paris Pack is like, okay, well, you're going to learn from all these people who have had to go through tough times. And it's not like there's a magic wand and it's going to be perfect. But what would you tell people is one or two pieces of advice that could help them really you know, make it happen quicker or make it happen more effectively or maybe not have as many crying fits. <laughs> yeah, the crying fits aren't great. Um, I would say um, this isn't a fun piece of advice, but it's um, it's what I call faffing around the edges. Um, don't do it. So spend time basically trying to get your first client and then your second client and then your third client. Don't worry about how you get those clients. Just do it. So don't waste time making your website look pretty or trying to get new Twitter followers or creating business clubs or, or becoming a limited company or anything like that. Um, just, just get clients. So whether it's calling people incessantly or emailing them, cold emailing them, getting them on Upwork or whatever. I, I think that's what I would have done. I mean, it's fun to do all the pretty website stuff, but it ultimately doesn't get you very far. Because if no one knows that your website exists, um, then it's just sitting there on the internet. <laughs> no one's finding it. Right. So you want, you're, you're in essence saying whether, yeah, whether it's getting clients or, or even doing a course or anything like that, like start doing the thing that can make you money right now, do it effectively and worry about all that other periphery stuff later. Yeah, exactly. And you, you know, that stuff does become important at some point, but at first it really doesn't. And, you know, what, however you get those first clients, don't worry about if it will scale or not. That you, you don't need to worry. Like things change. Our businesses have changed so much since we first started them. You just don't, you can't plan for how to scale or how to get future clients and all that sort of stuff. I think, yeah, just start off getting some. And I think that's a huge lesson that a lot of people have been talking to us about is start doing something and then you, you won't even know the doors that are going to open up when you start it because you don't know they exist. Exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Mish. Remember, uh, Mish's course, May I Have Your Attention, Please, is all about copywriting, which is yes. your forte, um, and, and how to be a successful copywriter and things, like, and things like that. So thank you so much, Mish. We really appreciate you being part of Paradise Pack 2016. And uh, enjoy more tapas and wine over there in Granada for us. <laughs> thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Cheers.